Merchant Radio begins in 3, 2, 1. You are God's little G. You are God's because you came from God. When I read in the Bible where he says, I am, I just smile and say, yes, I am too. God came from heaven, became a man, made man into little gods. We have the potential and the capacity through a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ to know God, but that does not mean we are God. The Bible is very clear. There is only one God, and he will not share his glory with another. It's time for Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. Welcome in. Welcome in to another exciting week here on Wretched Radio. Of course, it is Wednesday, which means only one thing here at Wretched. That's Witness Wednesday. So uh, let's not waste a whole lot of time. Let's get out to the campus now. All right, there's a dude walking here. I'm guessing used to be a lifeguard. Hey, young man, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Can I talk to you on the radio while you're yeah. walking? Yeah, right, yeah, keep sure. going. Keep walking. I'll walk All with right, you. Let's go. Are you a lifeguard? Uh, no, this is actually my dorm key. Because you got that spinny thing going on with the <laughs> single lifeguards, right? How they spin yeah, their yeah. whistle and catch it? Yeah, um, I'm just pretty bored. What are you studying? You're pretty bored. Sorry for that. What are you studying here? Uh, mechanical engineering. So let me guess. You want to be a uh, mechanical engineer? Oh, yeah. Rock on. What does that mean? <laughs> uh, I actually have no idea right now, but <laughs> I want to work, uh, work with cars. Car you want to work with cars? Oh, yeah. But not repair them. You want to design them? Uh, no. Yeah, just design them. Make them better? Yeah. Make them More faster. Efficient, yeah. And you want to make them so that they don't pollute the environment. Exactly. Exactly. That's a that's a good thing. All right. Here's my question for you. you ready uh, for a philosophical one? Uh, yeah, I guess sure? so. Sure? You're yeah. up for it? Yeah, let's All do right. it. If you could ask God one question, what would it be? Oh, uh, Let's see. I'll have to think about that one. Uh... Just uh, why he lets things happen the way they happen. In a good way or a bad way? Um, I guess good and bad, both. Okay, so how, how does he, why does he run the world the way he runs exactly, the world? yeah. What do you think the answer is? Uh, I guess for him, I guess he just decides it for each person. Do you think, do you think he runs it well? To a point, yes. To what point? Uh, to the point... Up until the global disasters start happening. The bad stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Who do you think God is? Uh, Why do you think these guys are wearing yellow, yellow headbands <laughs> on their head? What do you think? I don't know. I'm very very that. 70s, isn't it? Yeah, it's All a right. little weird. All right. <laughs> uh, who I think God is? Yeah. I mean, it's not a person, so he doesn't really have a who, but what he is, I don't know. I just think it's... Uh, higher power, higher spirit. Okay. Do you think do you go by any religious denomination or stripe? Uh, yeah, I'm Protestant. You're Protestant? Yeah. Oh, so you would say God is Jesus? Yeah. Okay. So he is a person? Oh, not anymore. He was a person. Okay. So he's not anymore. <laughs> what is he now? Uh, he's a spirit now, I guess. All right. That's what I think. Uh-huh. I want to I want to ask you a favor. All right, okay. I've always been intrigued by Protestantism. I would like mm-hmm. you to give me a reason why I should become a Protestant. <laughs> a reason why you should become Protestant? Yeah. Huh. I actually don't know a reason why I should become Protestant. I mean, because I can't give away a reason because there's no there's no uh, reason that Protestantism is better than any other religion. Hmm. So why are you a Protestant? Huh. Uh, so that's the way I was brought up. So you just went with mom and dad's deal? Yeah. 
No, you're but, an, but, but you're an adult now. Well, you're a man yeah. now. Yeah, I'm an right? adult now. Yeah. So are you going to stick with it, or are you going to find something better? I mean, I'm not. I'm not. Well, I'm not like forced the religion, so I guess I can go with whatever I want. But I haven't looked yet, so mm-hmm. if there's something better, if I feel like something's better, then yeah, I guess you're going to jump ship. Uh, no, not jump ship in a bad way, but uh. So I could maybe talk you into becoming a Buddhist today, is that right? Yeah. So you yeah. so I'm guessing you're not really convinced that that Jesus is God, that Protestantism is the right religion. I mean there is no right religion. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think so. It just depends on what you believe. Are they all right? Uh they're not all right, but there's no wrong. There's no wrong religion, I don't think. Really? Yeah. Okay. Let, it just depends on all. It just depends on what you feel, what you believe. Hmm. Do you think Democrats are the same as Republican? Are they both right? Do you think communism and capitalism are the same thing? I mean, they're not right in everything. Like some some aspects, one one uh, political party is more right than others. So wouldn't that be true of religion too? That maybe some are right, or one is right, and the other ones are wrong. I mean, you can't be right in everything. They're probably right in in some aspects, and other religions are right in other aspects. And okay, help me out. Logic me through this, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, Buddhism basically teaches kind of get rid of your desires. You get reincarnated, and when you finally lose any desires, you become connected with the great big nothing. Right. Kind of what they teach. Right? Hinduism has about 400 million gods that are carved out of wood or little statues that they put on their idols. Islam says that God is Allah, and okay. if you somehow are able to die, perhaps in a jihad, then you can inherit eternity with 72 virgins. <laughs> Christianity says only Jesus Christ is God, and you must repent and trust Him. All your sins will be forgiven, and you'll inherit eternal life with Him as a free gift of God. Mm-hmm. Now that's three radically, four radically different systems. Yeah. How can they possibly all be right? Hmm. Maybe right. I actually don't know. Would it be fair to say that either one of them is right, none of them is right, but they can't all be right because they're contradictory? So if you had a, a little multiple test quiz, there were three <laughs> options... One is right, none is right, or all, but all can't be right. <laughs> uh, let's see, one is right, none is right, or all can't be right. I mean, it would have to be one of those because there, there's, there's yeah, no way they can all be right because they're all so different, right? Uh-huh. So the question is, is any religion right? What do you think? I have to say no. So you don't believe that your own religion is correct? I mean, to an extent, uh, to an extent it's correct. All right, rudimentary question. And then sometimes it could be wrong. Do you think that Jesus is God? Yes. Okay, so that's a pretty good foundation. (laughs) So that would mean all the other religions are wrong. Because didn't Jesus say that he's the way, the truth, the life? That's true. And every other system is an idolatrous system? That is true. Okay. But then again, I'm not going to hate on the other religions. Hit on them? Hate on them. Hate on them. 
No, that, that, that doesn't mean you hate them. Uh, it just means uh, you disagree with them. Right. right. But then again, my disagreement could be disagreeing with the other person who's another religion. That's why I say, like, to an extent, they're right to whoever you ask. So let's say I came up to you and I said, I'm a Muslim, I mm-hmm. believe in Allah, I don't think that Jesus is God. Am I right or wrong? Uh, well, it'd be your opinion, so I'd say... I know it's my opinion, but is my opinion right or uh, wrong? Uh, I mean, opinions don't really have right or wrong answers. Sure they do. You think so? See that See that statue right there? Yes. I, I think it's a banana. That's okay. my opinion. Am oh, yeah, I right that's your or opinion. Wrong? <laughs> You're wrong. There you go. So if I'm a Muslim I never and you that. believe that Jesus is God... I never thought of that. Then I'd just be a wrong Muslim. I could be a very nice Muslim. Yeah. But I'm a wrong Muslim. All right. All right. I never thought of it that way. So you could you could fairly then say, based on what I know to be true, all of the world systems are wrong. Based I have what? got the right one, and everybody else in the world that doesn't believe that Jesus is God is wrong. I mean, yeah, yeah, if I want to be like that. If I want to just say I'm right, and I'm not going to open my eyes to any of, anything else. Well, then, yeah. let me ask you, what would it take for me to convince you that that statue is a banana? Since I'm an engineer, you'd have to do give me scientific proof. Yeah, once you find the truth, <laughs> yeah, you don't need to keep looking for truth because you found the truth, exactly. and everything else will be wrong because you found what's true. Yeah. All right. What year are you, dude? I'm a freshman. You're a freshman. Yeah, so you got a long way to go. Oh, yeah. yeah. How you digging school? It's all right. Yeah. Is this your first time living away from home? Oh yeah. You're getting slammed with a lot of stuff, aren't you? Yeah, it's not bad. How's it about temptation? You getting tempted by a lot of bad stuff? Nope. Sex, never. drugs, rock and roll? No, no. Really? Nothing? No, I've never never smoked, never drank. No, I wasn't I wasn't asking you to give me a, like a resume on your morality. No, just, no, Have you saying. been getting hit by temptations here? No, not really. So nobody's trying to lure you in like the you know, the angel on one shoulder, uh, the devil on I mean, the other. I'll go with my friends and they understand that I don't do anything. So they're not gonna they're not gonna force me. Why don't you? Uh just uh things have happened in the past just have influenced me not to. Like what? Uh, just bad things. All right. Not not happened to me. Happened to people I know. And you were wise to learn from their mistakes. Exactly. Good yeah. on you for that. Yeah. Well, that's smart. That's a wise man who looks at other people's disasters. Yeah. And doesn't commit the same mistakes. Right. I that's to. wise. Yeah. Oh, really? It is. Oh, so, dude, you're a Protestant, mm-hmm. right? And you believe that Jesus is the only way, right? Right. Right. You That's are not saying. sounding convincing. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't want to. I don't want to sound mean to the other religions. Well, I don't, I don't say I, that they're I wrong. It, I don't think it's mean. Yeah. Right. I mean, when you get something wrong, when you take a mechanical engineering test, right. That's the true. teacher's not being mean. He's just being honest. Yeah. Two plus two isn't seventeen. <laughs> right. So it's not mean to go. Hey, it's four. Right. Right. I mean, you can be a jerk about it and beat somebody up because they've got seventeen <laughs> down on their paper. But that that's not. That's yeah. not just saying somebody is wrong. I hate to interrupt right mid-chat, but, you know, that's the kind of thing that I do around here on Witness Wednesday. Just interrupt conversations mid-sentence. But stick around. Hang tight. We're going to be back. Tape is rolling. You won't miss a thing. More from Todd and Greg next. It's Witness Wednesday. This is Wretched Radio. You're familiar with this sound. You're sitting in church. Your pastor is preaching. You have your John MacArthur study Bible open. The pastor is reading the scripture. And all of a sudden you hear everybody in church turning the page because they all have the same MacArthur study Bible. Why? Because it is so 
helpful to be able to read study notes underneath the verses to really grasp what God's Word is trying to teach. How would you like to share the joy of putting a John MacArthur Study Bible into the hands of a believer in the Philippines? They typically make about $12 to $15 per, not hour, per day. It's a luxury item, and it would be such a blessing, $25 a Bible, four Bibles, $100, or perhaps you could send a Bible to a brother or sister in the Philippines every single month. Would you please consider doing that to bring joy to our brothers and sisters? Wretched.org slash Bible. Hey, thanks for joining us here on Wretched Radio today. Now, look, I know you love our resources and all of the good stuff we have at Wretched.org. I do, too. But let me ask you another question. Have you considered becoming an ongoing monthly Wretched Gospel partner? Because when you do that, you can help us reach millions all over the world with the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And hey, look, it's tax deductible. You can't beat that. It's like those combos. You remember those combos, those pizza pretzel things? Uh, Yeah, I'm probably the only one. But anyway, here's one promise that I can make to you. You never have to worry about the money you donate to Wretched because look, we're not just making quality productions around here. We're also stewarding God's money as if eternity depended on it. And we do it all with a very high view of scripture. We don't mess around with any of that unbiblical stuff around here. So join us, become a Wretched Gospel partner and help us to reach millions of people all over the world with the gospel. Just visit wretched.org slash donate. Wretched, amazing grace, amazing gospel. I know how you're feeling at the thought of switching from traditional health insurance to MediShare, which is affordable biblical health sharing. That's a big decision, and it can be kind of scary, which is why Mrs. Freel and I researched MediShare and determined, yeah, we can trust this ministry. Christians paying for the health needs of other Christians. It's a magnificent ministry. 98% member satisfaction rate. It's amazing. The average family saves $500 per month. If that sounds intriguing, and I hope it does, please do your research. Visit metashare.com slash wretched, metashare.com slash wretched, or call them and talk to a really nice person at 844-34-BIBLE, 844-34-BIBLE, 844-34-BIBLE. Know your church fathers. Justin Martyr was a second-century apologist who was converted after seeing the courage and devotion of Christian martyrs. He earned his surname when he was executed for his faith. When asked to renounce his faith, he responded, No one in their right mind turns from true belief to false belief. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. And welcome back. See, told you it wouldn't take very long. We are back for more conversation between Todd and Greg. 19-year-old Greg, that is, if you missed that, very young man on the campus of Georgia Tech. And if you're just now joining us, they were having quite the colorful conversation when we left them. So let's get back out to the campus now as Todd and Greg continue to chat at Georgia Tech. Okay, so if Jesus is the only way, mm-hmm. and every other world system is wrong, yeah. I asked you, the first question I asked you, well, one of the first, was why should I consider becoming a Protestant? If Jesus is indeed the only God, why should I consider Jesus? Why should I consider your way, which you believe is right? Give me a, a reason to follow this God of yours. 
Um, well, for me personally, I would just say, because he's given me, he's given me a great life. But if you ask someone who's homeless, I'm sure they want to give you the same answer. Yeah. Can I, a homeless person believe in Jesus? What would their their reason be to believe in Jesus? Uh, well, some can't believe in Jesus and say I shouldn't believe in anything. But then you know you can meet the others who have faith and say just. Uh, just because I haven't got anything now doesn't mean that he won't give me anything in the future. So, so that's why they're still hopeful. So Jesus will give me stuff. Possibly. 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 Would you consider yourself to be a good person? I think so, yeah. All right. I'm going to test you on that. Okay. Ready? How many lies do you think you've told in your life? Good or bad. Good or bad what? Good or bad lies. What's a good lie? It's like, what's lie? a good rape? What is that? That's true, yeah. Oh, let's see. Told no bad lies. I know that. You've told no bad lies. No bad lies. No bad. Come I'm on. Truthful. I'm Come truthful. on. Probably a good lie. Maybe, maybe a few. You know. Come on. I'm trying. Never lied to your parents. <laughs> no, I haven't had a reason to. Really? So you were never naughty as a child? Is that what you're telling me? Let's see if I can. You know, think. covering your path a little bit. Your mom <laughs> said, "Did you do this?" And you said, "Yeah," but you didn't. I can't. If I can think that far back, I probably did once or that twice. That far back? How old are you? Nineteen. Okay, <laughs> that's not that far back. <laughs> Okay, and you've never, maybe somebody asked you to go somewhere and you really didn't have any place to go, but you didn't want to go, so you said, you know, I can't, I'm busy, but you weren't busy. You know, lying. Okay, yeah, I've done that. Okay. <laughs> so if you, no, nothing severe, nothing serious. Well, that's, that's that would be in the eyes that, of the judge if exactly, it's severe or not. Because exactly. deception is deception. If it does, it doesn't doesn't need to be like a whitewater break in. Yeah. A lie is because it's about the heart. Right. Okay. Have you stolen anything in your life? Not from a store. Doesn't matter where it comes from. So it not, doesn't even matter what the so value of the object is. Not from a store. Is. Yes. Okay. I, I borrowed from my brother without asking. That's called stealing. <laughs> yes, I did. I did from All my right. brother. Yeah. Okay. So, quick summary. Yeah. Is it fair to say you're a liar and a thief? I guess so. Yeah. All right. Okay. This one should be really easy. Mm -hmm. Lust. Looking at a woman. Mm -hmm. With a sexual thought. Oh, of course. That one was easy. Yeah. Okay, so you're an adulterer at heart. Because that's what Jesus said, right? If you look at a woman with lust, you've committed adultery in your heart. That's true. Have you murdered anybody? No. <laughs> Have you ever been angry with somebody who's an idiot? Maybe called him a bad name, flipped him off? No, no I haven't flipped him off. In your heart, have you flipped it? In, in my heart, yes. Okay. Because again, if God sees inside of your heart, that's true. Then it, it's not committing the act, but thinking the thought exactly. is murder of the heart. Yeah. Okay. The question was, Greg, would you consider yourself to be a good person? And here's what here's what we just I take uncovered. Take those into account. Then if you no. think about those things, then you, no. you'd be a bad person. Exactly. Okay. So you die. I die. God is just. Mm -hmm. He doesn't let their let criminals go. There's no cold cases with God. Mm -hmm. Everyone will give an account for everything they have done. There you are, there standing before God, all by yourself. Would he find you innocent or guilty as he examined your life? I guess he would find me guilty. So what would God do with you? Uh, if I were God, it's just saying if I was, I would look at the things he's done, the things I've done, and then I would look at or the bad things I've done. And then I would also look at the good things I've done. And then I would put them, you know, scale them, weigh them out, and see, uh, you know, which one tops the other. The old the old balance system. Exactly. All right, I'm gonna, I think. I'm going to make you the judge then, okay? Okay. You're not God, but you're sitting on a courtroom, and I'm, and I'm the criminal. 
Okay. And I'm standing before you, Judge, mm-hmm. and it has become clear because of the prosecutor's case that I have, you name the crime. What crime have I committed? Killed someone. I've killed somebody. Okay. Okay, but I say to you, Judge, I know that I've killed somebody, but I want you to consider I was nice to an old lady yesterday. I babysat for a single mom three days ago, and I gave some money to charity once, and I've always paid my taxes. I think you should consider that and let me go. Judge, what do you say? No. Okay. So I think murder outweighs all that. Well, because you're, you're still balancing it, but really those good deeds have nothing to do with my criminal record, do they? Mm-mm. I mean, it doesn't... doesn't no. Even if I gave $10 million, exactly, it's yeah. irrelevant. I've committed a crime. And if justice is just, and if God is righteous, regardless of how many good things you think you've done, mm-hmm. you'd still be guilty. And you'd still yeah. have a fine to pay. Right? That's true, yeah. So God knows you're guilty. You're standing in front of him. You've tried to plead your case. And ultimately, wouldn't that be bribery, in a sense? Yeah. It'd be like going, Judge, I washed your windshield when I came in here. He'd say, what do you What do you think I'm going to give in on justice? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give you what you deserve. Don't blackmail me. Would God give you heaven or hell? For the things I've done? Mm-hmm. I guess I think he'd give me hell. Yeah, I think you would. You're 19. Exactly. You plan on dying soon? No, no, not soon. You better not. (laughs) Really, you better look four times before you cross the street. Because if you got whacked, you'd be going to hell. Yeah, Yeah. I guess so. Tell me what you know about hell. Nothing. I I know what they tell. I know what I see in you know movies. Is it a good place or a bad place? Terrible place. All right, dude. Mm-hmm. Come on, what did Jesus do so we don't have to go to hell? Died for us. There you go. Yeah. You deserve to get sent to hell. You've got a fine you can't pay. Jesus right. paid it for you. Yeah. You should get thrashed by God for what you've done. Yeah. For the lusting alone. Do you know when I asked you the first question? Do you know that you blasphemed? What was the first question? I said, tell me, if, if you could ask God one question, what would it be? And do you know that you took his name in vain when you responded to me? Instead. Oh, yeah. Do you know that? Yeah. All right. I'm, I realize. Yeah. God, for taking his name in vain and not thanking him for air and for the day, what he should give to us, wow, we deserve to be ground to powder, don't we? Yeah. But definitely. Jesus was punished on our behalf. Mm-hmm. He took the punishment you deserve. The wrath of the Father was put on the just man so the unjust man, you, could be forgiven and set free. The good man died for the bad man so that the bad man might be seen as good in the Father's eyes. Right. That's why people should repent and trust Jesus. Not so that they could maybe get a crust of bread in the morning because they're starving to death, but because he's the only one who was so kind to die for their sins. Mm -hmm. That's why everybody should turn to the Savior because he's good and he's kind and he's amazing. And instead of giving us what we deserve, he's offered us kindness and he's taken the punishment that we've earned for ourselves. That's true, yeah. That's the good news of the gospel. So, dude. Yeah. Have you done that? Have you repented and put your trust in Jesus, fled to him for mercy because he is the savior of your soul? Big question. Mm. All right, you're a thoughtful guy, so I'm going to just give you a second to think about it. I know you're a thinker, I can tell. Yeah. But have you, as an adult, not because of mom and dad or not because of a hope of getting stuff or because, well, overall life has been pretty sweet for me, 
But if you individually come to the place in your life where you've said, I'm not a good man, I'm a bad man, and I deserve your wrath, Father, have mercy on me, a sinner. And you've thrown yourself at the mercy of the judge without excuse, begging for forgiveness, and putting your trust in his son, Jesus Christ, as if your life depended on it. Have you done that? No, I haven't. So would it be fair for me to say, then, dude, you're not born again. You're not in a right relationship with God. You haven't yeah. died to yourself. It's fair, yeah. And right now, you're an enemy of God. Yeah, that's fair to say. And God offers so that means you... I have to do something to become a friend of God. Well, Jesus already did that for you. Yeah. Okay. Don't, don't confuse this. But now this. shouldn't I do it for him? Well, you know what? You know what? That's exactly right. You know what? You're right. But not to get saved or not to get into a right relationship with him, but because he's willing to bring you into a right relationship. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. This is important. Does your backpack hold books in order to be a backpack? No. No. It holds books because it is a backpack. Exactly. When God saves you, you do good things not to be a Christian, but because you are a Christian. Exactly. Okay. Right. All right. I'm going to leave you. All right. You got something to think about today. <laughs> okay, yeah, I do. <laughs> All right? Yeah. Repent and trust the Savior. Okay. God right now has got you in his scopes. That's true, yeah. But he offers you mercy before you die. Come to grips with this. And if it's true, dude, there's no reason to delay. Yeah. Because this isn't this isn't a bad message. This is a good message. Right. He's willing to take you out of the griddle. Exactly. And make you his child. So turn to him, not because you're afraid of hell, but because he's been so kind to save you from hell. Radical difference. Yeah. Wow. What a chat with Todd and Greg on the campus of Georgia Tech. Um, Let's be praying for that young man. He has uh, much to think about, much to pray about. But hey, look, we're not finished yet. (laughs) Not by a long shot. We have much more Witness Wednesdays still to go. Stick around. Stay with us. We'll be back with more from the campus of Georgia Tech. This is Wretched Radio. And it's now time for a Wretched News Break here on Wretched Radio. I'm Jimmy Hicks. And our first story today comes out of Arkansas, where there is a big billboard battle. That's right, the Satanic Temple has recently erected billboards that promote abortions, because obviously they're the Satanic Temple. But not to be outdone, a church in northwest Arkansas has responded with their own pro-life billboards nearby. Good on them. And now let's go to Oregon, where Jessica Bates, a single mother of five who lost her husband in a car crash six years ago, has been attempting to adopt more children. She's been turned down by the state. Why? Well, because of her Christian beliefs. And the state, I guess to their credit, isn't denying the fact that that's exactly the reason they denied Bates' application. The Oregon Department of Human Services say they denied her application because anyone seeking to adopt must, quote, respect, accept, and support the sexual orientation, gender identity, and gender expression of any child the department could place in the applicant's home. Therefore, they denied Bates' application. Yeah, this one's going to court, and rightfully so. And now to a troubling story involving a sexual assault victim only known as Maria. The Daily Wire first reported the story of Maria, who is a sexual assault victim of a criminally convicted teacher who years ago, back in 2017, lost his job for nibbling on the girl's ear and touching her inappropriately. 
After a back and forth, the teacher finally pleaded no contest to a misdemeanor charge of battery in exchange for a sentence of one day in jail plus probation. Maria then sued the teacher as well as the school district for keeping him in the classroom and she won a near $1 million settlement. Even after the teacher was convicted, fired, and settled in court, leftists lined up together to defend the teacher. And some of the teacher's colleagues even came to his defense, with one saying that the teacher was a person who stood up for what is right, and unfortunately, the administration of the school is not comfortable with teachers standing up and facing them. Now, of course, that might actually be a true statement, but I'll go out on the limb and say they're probably a little bit less comfortable with grown men nibbling on the ear of minor children. Just a stab in the dark. Finally, in the world of sports, or maybe I should say sort of sports, a male powerlifter who identifies as a woman, of course he does, set multiple records at a women's powerlifting championship in Canada. Yes, of course he did. This guy, 40 years old, now holds the record for the heaviest female deadlift at 556 pounds. If we could all identify our way to success, I'm telling you what, I would identify as a billionaire right now. But that's really not doing anything for reality. And that's been today's Wretched News Break. More Wretched Radio is straight ahead. I'm Jimmy Hicks. Books of the Bible Galatians was written by Paul to the churches he planted in the region of Galatia, in modern-day Turkey, where a form of legalism was threatening the gospel. Paul insists that salvation is by grace through faith, and to rely on the law is to deny the gospel. In the gospel, God has once for all declared us righteous on the basis of Christ. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. Well, welcome back to Witness Wednesday here on Wretched Radio. It's another thrilling episode of Who Knows What with Todd. Because we don't know what is about to happen. I'm not quite sure who he has, but I know he's wrangled somebody, and we're going to find out exactly who that is right now. Dude, I want to ask you a quick question on the radio. What do you think What do you think of my shoes? Are my shoes cool and hip? Ah, uh, they're a little pointy. So you don't, but aren't they cool? Uh... I mean, I guess they're fashionable. They are fashionable, right. so I'm kind of hip and I'm in. Yeah, I guess so. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate it very much. Where are you headed, by the way? I'm going to my fraternity house to get some lunch. Can I walk with you and talk with you on the radio? Uh, yeah, no problem. All right. won't take up any of your time. All right. So, dude, um, what do you think is going to happen to you when you die? When I die? Yeah. Well, I hope I go to heaven. Yeah? Why do you hope that? Uh, Must be a good place. I mean, it's got to be better than hell, right? Well, if the, <laughs> if the rumors are accurate, yeah, I would think so. Why do you think somebody gets to heaven? Uh, just being a good person. Are you a you good know? person? I try to be. Yeah? But you're not a perfectly good person? Uh, no. So that means you're well, not going to heaven? perfect, actually. Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. So how perfect do you need to be or how good do you need to be to get there? Uh, I guess as good as you can. All right. So effort is what is what is what gets judged. Yeah. Ah, so as long as I try really hard, I'm good to go. Well, let's see. What ways could we judge whether you're whether you're good to go to heaven or not? Oh, Ten Commandments. Would that do the trick? Yeah. Okay. So sexually, not so pure. No. Okay. Lying. How many lies do you think you've told? Uh. I mean, I don't know. I guess I've never really counted. But you've told them. Yeah. All righty. So not so pure there. No. All right. Stolen anything? No. Ever? Nope. Even as a kid? Even Mom as a kid. Mom and dad? What about good. from an employer downloading music? Anything like that? 
Uh, yeah, I guess so. Okay. <laughs> All right. Have you ever taken God's name in vain? That's one of the commandments. Uh, no, I try not to. Have you? I mean, maybe, like, unconsciously. Okay. But you've done it. I guess so. Consciously yeah. or not, right? Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. And I'm not so sure there's a subconscious anyway, but okay. okay. So there's, uh, so there's, what, four commandments. You're sexually impure. You've blasphemed God's name. You've lied. <laughs> dishonored your mom and dad. So are you going to heaven? Oh, no. I guess there's six more. All right. Let's give it a go. Have you ever coveted, desired something that didn't belong to you? Uh, yeah. You say that. Okay. Has God always been first in your life? Uh, yes. Actually, yes. Really? So while you were fornicating, God was first in your life? Oh, man. You're not making me feel too good. Sorry, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So not really. Well, I guess when you put it like that, yeah. Right. Well, that's that's kind of what that's kind of what uh, sin indicates that God really isn't first in your life. You're loving yourself more than Him, or you're loving pleasure more than Him. Right. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, I mean, I do. Uh, I do go to confession. I like you know I pray every night and you know, ask for forgiveness for my sins because I know you know those things aren't right. Right. So why would God forgive your sins? In fact. Why would you even need to pray to have your sins forgiven if only good people go to heaven? Uh, I don't know, good question. I guess everyone deserves, like, you know, a second chance. Well, not necessarily. It doesn't work that way in the court system. It doesn't work that way judicially. If you break the law, you're a lawbreaker. Those are secular laws, you know? True, but I think the principle still exists. If God is just and he judges people and you're guilty... Well, then you're a lawbreaker, and the just punishment wouldn't be to take people to heaven at all. Well, then why have confession? Why ask for forgiveness? That's, I think that's a great question, because it sounds to me... What's your first name? I'm Greg. Greg, it sounds to me like maybe something's missing in your theological picture here. Okay. I agree with you. I think we should pray to God and ask him to forgive us of our sins. But if God just forgave our sins just because... There's a problem with that. He wouldn't be just. Imagine a judge who had a criminal in front of him, and the judge said, or the criminal said, Judge, I'm sorry. And the judge said, Okay, you're forgiven. You don't have to go to jail. Mm -hmm. That wouldn't be just at all. But if somebody stepped into the courtroom and paid the criminal's fine, and it was applied to the criminal's account, then the judge could justly say, Sir, you are free to go because justice is being upheld because your fine has been paid for you. Then, if you plead with for mercy from the judge, then the judge can let you go, and he can be forgiving and just at the same time. Okay. It's, apparently you're Roman Catholic, is that right? Yes. Okay. Well, I don't know what they, what they teach you there, but what the Bible says <laughs> is that Jesus Christ paid your fine. When he died on the cross, that's what that was all about. He knew that Greg was going to be a sinner, and he died for him anyway, so that his goodness could be given to you and your badness can be put on him. And so the Bible says if you will throw yourself at the mercy of the judge, he can forgive you if you'll repent, which means to apologize, to turn from your sins, Mm -hmm. stop sinning, and put your trust in Jesus. Then a legal exchange can take place. Greg's bad on Jesus, Jesus' goodness to Greg, all sins forgiven, past, present, and future, no indulgences, no confessions to a man in a box, 
directly to God himself and he says, then I will forgive you and I'll make you my child and I'm going to change your heart and I'm going to change your desires and make you a new creature and you'll be mine and I'll take you to heaven, not because you're a good guy who's been trying hard, but because you're a bad guy who's failed but has been forgiven by me because of the goodness of my son. Okay. I like that, yeah. It's way. It's a way better deal because it's grace free and clear so that God gets the credit and you don't. Because if you could do good, then everybody would go, well, Greg did a pretty good job of getting to heaven, and it would rob God of his glory. But God went to the length of sending his son to be punished and beaten for you so that he could get all the glory for being so kind. And we should repent and put our trust in him, not because we're afraid of hell, which is fair and right, but because he's been so kind to save us from hell. It's about the goodness of God that should lead us to repentance. Mm-hmm. The Bible talks about being born again, not being baptized or not being confirmed into a faith. But when you die to yourself and when you throw yourself at the mercy of the judge and say, I am done with me, I'm sorry, forgive me, have mercy on me, change me, fix me, save me, and you put your trust in Jesus, the Bible says then he will make you alive. He'll make you born again, which is what the Bible talks about. Sure. All right. So, Greg, has that happened to you? Have you been born again? Uh, well, way back, I guess I was, but I've definitely veered off from that since coming to college. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. That happens a lot, but what the Bible says, if you veer off and you're living in sin, you know, the girls, the other stuff that goes with it, what it shows is that you were never really saved in the first place. Because when God saves somebody, it's usually radical, right? and your desires change. And all of a sudden, it's not that we we are suddenly perfect, but it's just we hate those things that killed our Savior. We hate doing those things that we know displeases God. And so if you're living a life that doesn't indicate you're really a Christian, it'd be like me saying, I'm a member of PETA, but I eat prime rib every Friday night. You'd go, well, you're, you're a phony. Yeah. So if you're not living like a Christian, it's probably because you're not one. And the way to be saved, it's a pretty simple formula, but it's hard to do. you got to think about your sins. Like I put a computer chip on the back of your ear and recorded every thought for a week and then pulled all your buddies from on the campus and put the computer chip in a computer and showed your thought life. Ugh. You know, I just that would just make me slink away in shame. Okay? Right. God sees that, and he knows that, and we should be ashamed, and it should scare us to think, I'm going to have to deal with God someday. And then when you're scared, you think about Jesus dying for you, and it'll break your heart. He did that for me when I was acting like that. And you repent, and you put your trust in Jesus Christ, and he'll save you, and you'll know it, and you won't backslide again. Right. So something to think about today? Yeah, definitely. Here's the question. What are you going to do with this information? I mean, I'm not going to take you off in a paddy wagon or anything, but what are you going to do with this? Uh, well, yeah, I'll definitely look back and what I've done. Definitely going to church some more. It's not going to help you. That's backwards. See, if you're trying to go to church to please God, you miss the step of getting saved by God, and then you desire to be with other people that are like you, and you can desire to go to a place to hear His Word, because now you love His Word all of a sudden. So if you're trying to do things to please God, you're going down the road, you're going down the, the road of work righteousness and self-righteousness. The gospel is, I will save you and change you. I'll do it all, because you can't do anything for yourself. So what you need to do is you need to repent and put your trust in Jesus. You don't need to visit anybody. You don't need to go to a church. While you're walking here, I'd be thinking about these things really seriously and deal with it. And either it would be so much better to just go, 
you know what? I don't believe any of it. I reject all of it. But don't just walk on in life and go, well, it doesn't really matter. All the roads lead to God. I'm pretty good to go. Not an option. Either reject it or submit to it. But don't just play in the gray area. Okay? Seriously. Yeah. All right. You're a nice young man. Thanks for the chat. Hey, see you, young man. Have a good day. Nice to meet you. You too. Goodbye. And that's another conversation in the books. Another Greg, as a matter of fact. That's who Todd is finding today on the campus. There's a whole bunch of Gregs. Well, this Greg and Todd talked about quite a bit, from pointy shoes to some pretty pointy questions from Todd. It was a kind of a loaded conversation, but it ends the same as the first chat Todd had with the first Greg. Pray for that young man. Seriously, I mean, he, again, this is another example of things you hear quite a bit out on the witnessing trail is, yeah, I'm going to go to church a little more. Mm. Like Todd told him, it's not going to help you. It's not. That's the backwards way to look at it. Going to church to get right with God is not the way to do it. You go to church because you were made right with God. All right, we've got more witnessing still to go. We're not finished yet. Still have more time in the show. Hang tight. Back in three minutes, you're listening to Witness Wednesday on Wretched Radio. Ah, some good news. Two encouragements from the Tomorrow Clubs. They have hundreds of weekly kids meeting clubs in Eastern Europe, but now they've expanded to Africa. And the kids are swarming the Tomorrow Clubs. They have never seen greater attendance than the hundreds of new clubs that they are opening up in Africa. That should encourage all of us. The gospel is going forth and reaching kids in unreached places. Encouragement number two, would you like to become a Tomorrow Clubs ministry partner? Your support will help the Tomorrow Clubs open up even more Tomorrow Clubs and reach even more kids with the gospel. Please consider becoming a ministry partner at tomorrowclubs.org slash wretched. Tomorrowclubs.org slash wretched. Have you ever felt like you're on an emotional roller coaster? It's okay to admit it because we've all been there and some of us are there now. Well, saddle up, buckle up, strap up, whatever it is you prefer. Just tune in to Transform with Dr. Greg Gifford. It's the podcast you quite possibly have been waiting for because it's the place where anxiety, loneliness, depression, and fear come face to face with the Bible. And don't expect Dr. Gifford to just read scripture. No, he wrestles with it and applies it to challenges we all face. Trust me, this podcast, it's a game changer. And it must be for me to say game changer because I loathe that phrase. But that's exactly what Transformed with Dr. Greg Gifford is. It'll help you, and it will empower you to help others, too. You'll be throwing out biblical wisdom like you're in Solomon's Court. New episodes, they drop every Saturday morning at transform.org slash podcast or wherever you usually listen to podcasts. Trust me, you'll be glad you listened. Sorry to ask you to do some arithmetic, but this is some math that will encourage you and make you very, very happy. This is one testimony of a mother who chose life because she saw her own baby, courtesy of an ultrasound from Preborn. 
I was terrified. I really didn't know what to do. The first time I saw the ultrasound, I was just amazed. I was like, oh my gosh, is that my baby? And I, like, I heard her heartbeat and I, I just, I just fell in love. If I could care about my daughter this much, if I could love my daughter this much, how much does God love me? Now take that one testimony and multiply it by 54,253 because that is the number of babies that were saved last year because of ultrasounds at pre-born centers. Would you please help us grow that number by providing as many ultrasounds as possible at preborn.org slash wretched, preborn.org slash wretched. Books of the Bible. Galatians was written by Paul to the churches he planted in the region of Galatia, in modern-day Turkey, where a form of legalism was threatening the gospel. Paul insists that salvation is by grace through faith, and to rely on the law is to deny the gospel. In the gospel, God has once for all declared us righteous on the basis of Christ. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. All right, well, welcome back to Witness Wednesday here on Wretched Radio, and we're going to dive right back in and send it right back out to the campus because I cannot tell you who Todd is speaking with because I don't know. It's probably somebody named Greg. All right, I want to talk to this young man who's walking by right now because anybody who's wearing flip-flops and a winter coat, I'd like to talk to on the radio. Is that okay, young man? That works. All right, dude, what are you studying here at Georgia Tech? Uh, mechanical engineering. <sighs> There's a lot of you mechanical engineers here. Yeah, there are. A big bunch of geeks you are. Yeah. Yeah? And how tall are you? 6'5". Uh, 6'5". Six five. Six five. Are you yeah. on the basketball team? I'm not. Do you have any vertical? No. Me neither. That's that my was brother. the problem. That's my brother's. Are you bitter about your brother? A little bit. He was the athlete. Yeah. Yeah, but are you smarter than him? I used to be. But not anymore? No. Too much alcohol. Too much alcohol? <laughs> yeah. You've been drinking too much. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. How old are you? 22. 20? Oh, good oh, answer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, so you're 22. <laughs> I'm a fourth year. Did the drinking start before you went away to school? No. Just here, when you got here? Yep. So, dude, you've been living kind of a prodigal life since you've been here. Yeah. Do your parents know about this? Uh, my mom knows, yeah. Yeah. What's so. mom thinking? Um, mom was okay with it. I mean, I, she took me out to bars a little bit when I was under the age of 18, because mm. in Wisconsin it's legal, so it's she didn't really care that it's much. It's legal if a parent is with you in a bar? Yeah, they could take you out to bars. And you can drink? And you can drink. No. Yeah, it is. That's the state of Wisconsin. But as soon as you hit the age of 18, you're an adult, and they can't let you do it anymore. I cannot follow that logic. I'll be honest with <laughs> Ask you. Ask Wisconsin. Okay, so dude, not to get too personal, and you, and you can just pass on this whole thing. Okay. Usually when there's a lot of alcohol consumption involved, okay. there's other activities that are involved. Yep. Yes? Yep. Going on for you? Not really. No? No. Uh, really? Sex, drugs, and rock and roll? Not really. I mean, it's just I drink, I usually uh, go to sleep, and that's about it. Okay, let me ask you a really personal question. You All might right. want to pop me for this one, so All don't, right. okay? You're going to practice want... some self-control? All right. All right. Pornography? Sure, yes. Sure. Yep. Well, wow, dude. You kind of say that kind of casually, like no big deal. I, I, I don't see the problem with it. I mean, Really? Yeah. Really? How's about the fact that it kind of objectifies women and makes them objects I mean, instead of somebody to be cherished? I could totally turn around and tell you I'm gay and okay. that I watch gay porn. So, okay, I mean, are you? Uh, yes. Okay. So even so, isn't it kind of a humiliating way to see human beings doing something kind of private? Uh, I, I don't think so. I mean, it's something that they chose to do. and So it's okay? I think so, yes. Yeah. Yep. So the idea of watching something like that, as long as it's behind closed doors, it's all right. 
Sure. I mean, even if you want to do it in a big group, I mean, whatever. Okay. What, what's your first name? Jesse. Jesse. Yep. What would you think about a guy who was peeping into people's windows, watching him in their bedrooms? I think that would be perverted and wrong, and okay. you know, but, be, be but because somebody gives permission, mm-hmm. it's okay to watch that. Yeah. So the perversion is you don't have permission not watching somebody else in a sexual act. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Right. Interesting. Do you have a religious background? Uh, I was. I grew up Presbyterian, but I don't have any religion now. So. Yeah. What do Presbyterians teach about the afterlife? That you know we can go to heaven and hell, and that we're gonna you know end up being judged when we die. And right. so yeah, I mean, I think that's right. Yep. Yeah. So if that's true, where do you think you'd go? If it's true. If it's true, um, I'd say I'd go to heaven. Okay. Because in the end, we can repent for our sins if we if we go back to that ideology. And that's one of the reasons why I can't be Christian anymore is just because none of it makes sense. I mean, no religion really makes sense. It's just something that we're trying to find a reason for life, and it doesn't... It's... There's no purpose in it. Well, so. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not a Presbyterian, but I don't think that's what Presbyterians teach exactly. Okay. I do think that they would say that it is appointed for you to die and mm-hmm. then to be judged. Yep. And God, who knows every thought, every deed, every action, who says that if you just look with lust, you've committed adultery in your heart, mm-hmm. right? Which okay. clearly you've done. Sure. Okay. For instance, He says that all liars okay. will have their part in the lake of fire. How many lies have you told? Lots. Lots of lies. Lots of lies. Okay. Dishonored mom maybe in the past? Sure. Okay. Taking God's name in vain? Yep. Okay. So you die. God judges you. Innocent and I guess I go to hell. I mean, I, I can't really sit there and be, like, offended by it because I don't believe in I understand that, you, so. Don. Yeah. But maybe this, maybe this will just make more sense than the way you had it put together before. Mm-hmm. So if you die... God has to punish lawbreakers. Yep. I'm a lawbreaker. She's a lawbreaker. You're a lawbreaker. God must punish wrong, correct? Mm-hmm. You'd be guilty and you'd go to hell. Okay. Yikes. They're so casual about it. It doesn't bother me because I'm, you know, I'm you know firm in my belief. Um, I don't believe it exists. So, I mean, it's one of those things where right. I'm okay with it. Yeah. So, I mean, from what I'm told, it's, you know, you live an eternity of just bad awfulness. And I, I'm really not too worried about it because, like I said, I don't have any faith. And Jesse, for that reason not, alone, I'm, I, I don't believe you. Why? Because I, I, th- I think you do think about it. Right. I, I mean, I, I think everybody has to think of it. Like, think it's so kind of like how Christians are, you know, tried every day. They have people that come after them for their religious beliefs. I have people come after me for my lack of belief. Right. And... Every day I'm tested in that. So, I mean, I'm completely open to people talking to me about it. Good for you. And it's it's still something that I consider, but it's an option that I'm pretty firm in my beliefs that I don't believe there's anything out there okay. or anything So like here's that. what I just told you. You were very polite to receive it. Mm-hmm. I just told you that according to the Bible, you're going to hell. Mm-hmm. Right? You said you grew up with some Presbyterian training. Yep. What else do they teach? You die, you get judged, no second chance. What what else is there to the story? Because it's pretty bleak right now. I mean, I guess I was taught differently at my church, but it was basically one of those things where we were going to die, and, I mean, we could go off and, you know, tell, like, everything. We could come, come true, and if we came true, then we'd go to heaven and stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah. it's, it's not like I have, like, an insurance policy or anything. I would walk up there if all of a sudden the day comes where I die and somebody's like, all right, you died, uh, you know, you tell us everything you've done wrong, I'd say I didn't believe in any of it, so I'd go to hell for that. So, yeah. I mean, I'm okay with that. It's, I have my, my belief in not believing, and I understand. I'm very, very, very 
affirmative. I understand. But just so that you've got the whole picture, you said you're willing to consider this stuff. Just so you understand the whole yeah. deal. Okay? I'm not so sure what they told you about believing in it comes yeah. true or what have you, whatever that's all about. But the Bible says you die, you get judged, you're guilty, you go to hell. Mm-hmm. Because God is just and he must punish lawbreakers. Yeah. But the Bible also says that he's good and he's rich in mercy. Mm-hmm. And he demonstrated that by... When Jesus died for our sins. There you go. There we go. That's right. That's the good news. Mm-hmm. Your sins can be forgiven. Yep. You don't have to go to hell. But here's the here's the trick right here. Here's the catch. And I suspect this is probably it for you. Okay. The Bible says you have to repent. Okay. Which means agree with God. Yep. And apologize to God for mm-hmm. breaking his laws. Turn from your law breaking and put your trust in Jesus. And that's probably the rub right there. Okay. You're young. You've got sowing some wild oats right now. And this whole Jesus thing, you just know that if I'm going to repent, that means I don't get to feed my flesh. I don't get to go and do the parties, the <laughs> pornography. Those days are done, and you don't want to give those up. I, I don't think that's it. You don't? No. I think there's what a is lot. It? I mean, I've had, and I don't want to sit there and say, like, my life's unfair or anything like that. I think I've been, everybody says that, you know, God tests you. And I've had a dad die. I've had a big brother die. I was raped. Um, I've had all this happen to me. And, like, it just came down to it where it was like, I'm strong. I'm a good person. I'm all that stuff. And I can't sit there and give credit to something that I can't see or do anything with to, you know... I, I just can't give credit yeah. to somebody else for it. And that's it's not me not wanting to repent or anything like that. I just feel that I did all this on my own. I, If anything, I say I go down towards like the religious beliefs of doing stuff like Buddhists and stuff like that, where it's... I've, I've leaned more that way now, where right. it's like your inner... Jesse, like, I'm sorry for that stuff. It's yeah. it's just it's a reminder that we just live in a bad place. And yeah. There's evil, awful stuff going on out there, and I'm truly sorry for that. I, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. But let me just leave you with this thought, all right? Okay. If what I'm saying is true, you can go to heaven because of what Jesus did for you. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard the verse that said, For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten yes. son? Yes. God loved you enough to die for you mm-hmm. so that your sins can be forgiven and you could be brought into a right relationship with him. Mm-hmm. At least think about it today. All right. Okay. Would you do that? Yeah. I mean, that's that's. I've said that I'm open to it. I mean, that's something that I listen to. Then here's here's stuff. the challenge. Listen to your conscience today. God gave you that little inner voice that says, oh boy, I've done wrong. I'm not a good person. I've done bad things. Mm-hmm. And if it starts to concern you, then think about what Jesus did for you. All right. And it should break your heart. And you should flee to him, not because you're maybe afraid to die or scared of hell or there's punishment, but because he's been so good to rescue you from hell by dying for you. It's mm-hmm. about kindness. It's not about a threat. It's about turning to him because he's kind and it's good. Mm-hmm. All right? All right. Would you think about that today? Yeah, I would. All right. Young man, nice right. to meet you. And nice to meet you. Goodbye. You. See ya. Goodbye. Oh, boy. If you happen to be somebody who listens to us do this often enough, you know that we have a tendency to promote law to the proud, grace to the humble, and, and, and don't give people the good news until they tremble before a just and holy law. I don't know what was happening with Jesse, but there was trembling going on. There was just, there was dry mouth and the cheeks quivering. And so more than anything, we delight in giving the good news of the gospel. So I did pray that God will convict his conscience and that it will help him understand that he too is a sinner 
and that he too can be forgiven if he will repent and put his trust in Jesus Christ. All right, that's going to do it. We will see you back here for more Witnessing Encounters next Wednesday on Witness Wednesday, but we will see you back here for more Wretched Radio tomorrow, same time, same place. And until then, go serve your king.